Friends, what follows is not for the faint of heart. We bring you tales of the paranormal, human wickedness, the curious, and the bizarre. Please, if you continue, proceed with caution and an open mind. We are the Queen City Creeps. Hello and welcome to Queen City Creeps, your favorite podcast for all things true crime, paranormal, and just a little bit weird. I am Sarah, and I am here with Shelby. Hello. And Jennifer. Hi. And... I am still trying to think of a good icebreaker question answer to your story. I'm really sorry. Well, that's fine. I'm going to go ahead and ask the question. And somebody who's better prepared can go ahead and take care of it. Perfect. Sound good? Yes. All right. So I'm asking this question mostly because I do have an answer to it. And that does put me at a significant advantage to both of you. Because I've been thinking about this for all of uh, like three hours. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So what is... The strangest encounter you have ever had with a creature of sorts. It can be an animal. It can be a. It can be a person. I don't really give a shit because I'm answering this question and I'm excited about it. <laughs> oh God! So mine, my encounter is actually with your dog Roxo. <laughs> <laughs> so a few months back, we saw a movie at Shelby's house, and he has a really fucking big dog, and it's a. It's kind it's a little aggressive in some what? way. Like, it doesn't, like, I don't know. It doesn't know me. friendly, maybe. Yeah, but it doesn't know me. I've never, I don't, I think I maybe met him once before that. I yeah, can't remember. He, he was a little on edge that day because yeah. it was, like, people he didn't know that well, plus Alonzo, who he loved immediately. Right. Yeah. I don't understand so. that. Fucking Alonzo. And dogs normally like me. Like, I mean, I'm approachable at, for a dog. He, he likes everybody. He just. Yeah. And he was cool at first. Like, he was totally cool. And then, for whatever reason, like, he hated my purse. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that was about. It was next to me, like, by my feet. I mean, I, like, reached down to, like, get my phone or something. And then he was, like, all up on it. <laughs> like, wanting to, like, bite a little bit. But then, like, was, like, growling, I think, at the purse. And I was like, whoa. Whoa, I, I, I'm just not going to touch it. That's fine. Demon purse. Yeah. Yeah. It was can, like, maybe something's sense, in it. They can sense things that we can't. Or maybe Jennifer. it smelled like my cat. I don't know. I, I don't know. Did you have, like, gum in the purse? I think so. Yeah, he wanted the gum. That makes sense. It, it makes the smells. He wanted the gum. Hmm. Gotcha. Guaranteed. That makes he, more sense, actually. He gets freaked out every time Kim pulls a, a piece of, like, gum out of a package. Because it crinkles <laughs> a little bit, and he's just like, oh, we're fucking doing this then? <laughs> Because crinkly nice. things are delicious in his mind. Yeah. So. I would agree. Interesting. I can't even throw away, like, packing peanuts without him freaking the fuck out. He's just like, no, I'm going to eat that shit. And I'm like, no, you can't eat that shit. I <laughs> Roxo. But I also went to Come and Go, like, right before that and got packages or a, one package of, like, cookies. Like, I think there they're were. They're sugar cookies. I think they were sugar cookies. Oh, yeah, yeah they were. <laughs> and I had, I already had two of them and there was three in the package. So I was like, I think I grabbed at the other one or maybe it was just on the table i think it was just on the table because i was going to take it home and he just randomly just picked it up with his mouth and just went under your coffee table yeah and started mm-hmm. munching on it in yeah. the plastic food comes in does not come out yeah and i was yeah. like well i guess it's gone now there wasn't even like trash left over I feel oh no like. i'm sorry he's an ill-behaved boy yeah he's so precious yeah, i hope he can hear us right now i love him so <laughs> I hope because so he's a bitch at least i had two of the cookies though like it would make me mad if it was like all three of them he ate because that's just selfish oh dude we we got like this it was one of those like italian bread things from walmart yeah it was one of the cheese you know it was like on clearance or whatever it was like 65 mm-hmm. cents that is why i'll invest in nice bread but 
we like cut it in half to bake it for garlic bread or whatever. Yeah. And he grabbed half of this piece of like this entire loaf of bread. No. And grabbed it off the counter and just like ran and hit another coffee table with it. And like I I'm not a good disciplinarian. Same. Because I've been like he's he's always been kind of food aggressive, so I don't mess yeah. with him. And all I could really think to do was like punch him in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my one thing where I was just like, I'm gonna punch this fucking dog, but where? <laughs> And so I punched him like in like his lower vertebrae right by his ass. And then he started crying and I felt like a fucking asshole. And I tell like I hold off and punched him at full force because I'm not a monster. Poor baby. But at the same time, he was so offended by the fact that I didn't want him eating my food <laughs> that he chose to cry and make me feel bad that I felt shitty about him eating my food. Oh, poor Roxo. So did he eat all of it? Oh, every bit. Yeah, he ate half a loaf of bread that night. Jesus Christ. And then like three meatballs. Like he's a prick. But I gave him the meatballs because I love him. Yeah. And I felt bad about punching him in the ass. So there's that. Makeup meatballs. Yes. Okay, so mine is not an actual occurrence, but a dream that I had that has like influenced my whole life. I will take it. Okay. So this is a dream that I had starting when I was about like 10 years old, probably. And in said dream, I'm swimming in the ocean, which at 10 years old, I'd never been to the ocean. And I was surrounded by dolphins because I was a 10-year-old girl, and that's how things work. And this dolphin could talk. And it's like, come with me, and I'll show you the wonders of the sea. Right? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, okay, dolphin. Did he purposely rhyme? (laughs) I don't know. I need to know if this dolphin was basically (laughs) Dr. Seuss. Basically, this dolphin was Dr. Seuss. Fantastic. And I... Like, swam down into the water with him and hold on to his dorsal fin or whatever. And he, like, Sexy. showed me around. And I was like, okay, well, I'm, I can't breathe. So I'm going back to the top of the surface. And he was like, no. And he grabbed my arm. <laughs> with what? With his teeth. Oh, okay. I, I was thinking, teeth. like, he just, like, finned you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He, like, grabbed me with his teeth and then drug me, like, down into the blackness of the water. And I woke up, like gasping for breath and screaming this dream has happened like probably five or six times over the course of my what? life and it's the literally one. the exact same dream every time when no. is the last time you had this dream oh it's probably been probably like four years ago four or five years ago that's still pretty close to home though I yeah mean. it's terrifying it's like to the point that we went to uh, uh mississippi to visit my husband's family and we were swimming off of this place called Ship Island. And sometimes, yeah, dolphins, like, come out there. And somebody saw a dorsal fin. And I was like, fuck this noise. It better be sharks. <laughs> like, I would rather swim that with sharks I would prefer dolphins. sharks. I am, so, like, literally so terrified. Like, I don't even like getting in the ocean. And it's it's kind of a hot mess. I just love that people go on vacation to swim with dolphins. And people are like, Sarah, do you want to swim with the dolphins? You're like, fuck the dolphins. <laughs> fuck the dolphins. <laughs> I'd rather be with a and shark. We were, right. we were on a ferry and they were like kind of like hopping, you know, gleefully like they do out of the water. And Tyler's just like, Sarah, hey, Sarah, Sarah, look at that. And I'm like, fuck this noise. I hate this so much. <laughs> Did you ever play the game Echo for Sega Genesis? No. It, it's all about this like hyper intelligent dolphin. Weird. You well, need this. So then... I was reading about that study where the lady lived in the room that was like half full of water and the dolphin got real obsessed with her. And had sex with her? Yeah. Did he have sex I've, with her? Yes. Yeah, he dolphins did. Are... They had sexual relations. I think she probably jacked him off a little bit. Oh. And yeah, I think they might, there dolphins, might have been penetration. Dolphins are kind of rapey, dude. Dol- dolphins are super rapey. Yeah. Right. Guys, I actually had a conversation about this in Amazio's this weekend. 
Wow, Shelby, you were there. I don't remember you talking about rapey dolphins. Today. I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> Chad and Brody were. Remember? Oh, kind of. Yeah. yeah, we actually had this conversation for sure. Well, I'm sorry, I forgot at least part of it. <laughs> the, but yeah, I hate. I fucking hate dolphins. The weird thing is, I thought this was gonna go in a different direction when you said it like shaped your life. I thought what my weird mind. Was like, like that it went dolphins? that it went like a different way and like now you're sexually attracted to dolphins <laughs> because it went well like it didn't drag you under oh no I it mean, fucking at, killed me at least they're mammals yeah I mean, yeah that's Jennifer, better than being attracted yeah. to like Evidently, snakes or stuff ladies jack off dolphins all the time they had a very intimate relationship no, zo- <laughs> zookeepers jack off dolphins because they're paid to do so which makes them prostitutes really that's but. true that's very true. That's so, my weird story. So mine uh, was somewhere between a dream and reality, I guess. Uh, I was on high? I was on drugs. <laughs> oh, okay. And, I uh, knew where this was going. Yeah, but it, it gets weirder than that. So anybody else been in this room been on drugs? I mean, yeah, that's what no. I thought. No? That's a lie. It's just me then. Fantastic. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I was driving back from, well, actually, I was driving back towards town from near my house because that's where the party would happen because we were in the middle of nowhere. Right. Which was super, except for we were all annihilated. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, these people have to get back to town. I should take them back to town. Oh. At the time, I was driving this little Toyota pickup that had two seats and a console and should realistically seat two people. Yes. And there were six in my car. <laughs> oh, God. And not in, like, the bed, where it would have been logical they should be. They were just in the car with me. Of course. And nice. uh, th- there was, the girl that I was seeing at the time was, like, kind of on my lap, which was really uncomfortable because it was a, it was a stick shift, so it was really hard to drive that way. But I was like, mm. I'll make do. It's fine. Yeah. So everybody else in this car is, is past the fuck out. It's, like, five in the morning, and I'm just trying to get them back. I don't know why no one stayed, honestly. Why did no one stay at your house? It wasn't even at my house. I mean, it was in a field, but I guess they wanted their beds. I don't know what the logic was. Anyway, it was early. Like, the sun hadn't come up yet, but it could have been any minute. Mm -hmm. And I'm driving along in my little tiny, awful Toyota pickup with five sleeping people in it. Uh Uh-huh. And me. Yes. And I start to see this thing. You're painting a very vivid picture. I'm doing my damnedest. Perfect. <laughs> so I see this thing as I'm driving because there's this massive field between, you know how like sections in the country are. Like, yeah. A section is a quarter mile. Yeah. So between roads, there's at least a quarter of a mile. And I see this thing, this white thing out in the field coming across the field pretty early on. I mean, it's, you know, as I'm driving across the sections, so there's mm-hmm. a good minute where this thing is approaching this truck. And I'm freaking out, but I'm like, dude, you're just high. You're fine. Don't worry about (laughs) it. You're just high. And then this thing gets up closer to the truck. And what it looks like in my mind, in my high, high, high mind, is a very pale humanoid thing running on all fours. What? No. So I don't care for this. No. I'm not a big fan of any part of this. No. And it's running down the ditch, and I keep, like, looking directly at it because I'm obviously watching the road like a responsible driver. Oh, yes. But I am freaked the fuck out. So I, I'm watching this thing, and I'm, I am I want to wake everybody else up, but I'm like, I don't know. I, I feel like I can't really move enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Eerily similar to that time where I couldn't reach the remote, so I watched Blue's Clues for four hours. Not the point. <laughs> Guys. Four hours? We could figure out Blue's Clues, though. 
the crazy part was it was a VHS tape, so it just kept like rewinding oh, and starting God. over. So oh, it was the Jesus. same episode of Blue Clues for four hours. But were you high at the time? Oh, so high! And I was like, "There's no way you would have just." It's like... because he's really smart. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, right. I learned a lot about space that day. Yeah, you did. There you go. But anyway, so the thing that made me think that maybe some small part of this wasn't just in my drug-addled mind. Did it look at you and say, Shelby? It said nothing. It ran up ahead of me and then crossed in front of the truck. And I hit it. But whatever the bump was woke everybody in the truck up. So something got hit. What the fuck? Wait, did so, you get out, though? Oh, yeah. No, okay, I, I stopped immediately. Like, when yeah. I saw it cross, I slammed on the brakes and something... Something went underneath the truck, and I got out, and everybody else was awake at that point, which was maybe because of the brakes. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows what thing? But they all said they felt a bump. So yeah. we got out and looked, and there was nothing. What? And so I explained what had happened to all these other stoners on the side of the road at 5 in the morning, and they just went, let's go home. Let's. <laughs> what the fuck? That's really creepy. Yeah. That's like the creepiest story I feel like you've ever told oh me. Oh, my God. I don't get into this much. I like it. I like anyway, it a lot. that's my creature. Ooh, what do you yeah. think it was? I mean, I lived near Jasper. There's a good chance it was a really pale meth head that could keep up at 60 miles an hour. That's what I was kind of thinking. But Th- they can also survive the impact of an 83 Toyota pickup. But, but that's, that's, like a big that's owl? the weird part. I mean, I'm, I'm talking like looking at this thing. I felt like I could see it's like the ridges of its spine. Like there was no, Ooh. there was no fur on it or anything. I felt like I could see a pale human being with like the ridges of their spine and their shoulder blades moving the whole time. Like, I could see it in that much detail. Oh, fuck. Maybe you just made up the whole thing. There's a good chance of that, but yeah. wh- what was the bump then? You slamming on the brakes, I guess. The road? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. You just made it up. Hey, you tell me. That's creepy as fuck. But anyway, if we go a little farther south. How far south? Uh, Well, about 150 miles outside of Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay, that's pretty okay. far south. That's pretty far south. It's far enough not to bother us tonight. Yes, perfect. So this story's about the Boggy Creek Monster, which also goes by the the Folk Monster, Falk, sorry, Falk Monster, mm-hmm. which was from Falk, Arkansas. So again, 150 miles outside of Little Rock, and so it's it's a very Bigfoot-like thing yeah. is what we're dealing mm-hmm. with here. So it's a cryptid. I love, I, love the, I, I love that term. So, according to legend, the Boggy Creek Monster stands between 7 and 8 feet tall on 2 feet and weighs close to 300 pounds. Its chest, legs, and arm are covered with thick, long hair. Sasquatchy. Yeah, yeah, a little squatchy. Squatchy as fuck. <laughs> so, the first reported sightings were in around 1834. So, people started began, began to report a large, hairy, wild man roaming around Arkansas. Okay. This was in the neighborhood of of Falk, but it wasn't, like, right there. Yeah. So that that's kind of where things started to kind of, I don't know, maybe it was migrating. I have no idea. But it wasn't necessarily centered at, at Falk. So in the 1900s, the sightings around Falk became a lot more frequent. And then residents that were, that started spotting the monster became more frequent. So even in, like, 1997, there were 40 sightings. What? And there's, I'm even going to get into some that happened in, like, between 2014 and 2017. There are still sightings of this thing. So who knows? So everybody kind of expects that this animal is nocturnal, but then there was a hunter that reported a sighting in broad daylight at the Sulphur River Wildlife Area near Falk in 2000. I mean, 
if he says it's daylight, everybody else says it's nighttime, he's a liar. I, I feel like this harkens back to the Bass Pro sign where it's like hunters and fishermen are liars, basically. That yeah. was the whole thing. I don't remember the exact the exact wording of that, but Ish. Hunters are liars. Yeah. We know that. If you're a hunter, sorry, fuck you. bro. <laughs> you don't get to tell stories to us. Uh, we don't believe your stories. So everybody kind of assumes that this thing travels the network of creeks that are basically from the Sulphur River bottoms in southern Arkansas to the small town of Fo- uh, to Falk. Sorry, I keep wanting to say Folk, but I just recently learned how that's pronounced. But why why would it run along the creeks when that was where it would leave footprints? Also, have they ever found footprints? Uh, I'll get to that. Okay, sorry. Fuck yeah, there's been footprints. I'm just checking. We don't we don't have we don't have unqualified monsters. We around don't half ass right. our cryptids around yeah. here. Exactly. Okay. We so, them. So I, lo- I love the way they say this, though. Over the years, the cryptid has been seen by countless people, including respected citizens. Oh, so not the druggies. Not the mess. Right. Yeah. Not, not me. I didn't right. see this thing. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and then experienced hunters, famous musicians, which I could not figure out who that was. I was a little curious about that one. I wanted to say that, like, David Bowie saw this thing. It's Arkansas. Like, that would <laughs> it's be... probably, like, Bobby Bones. <laughs> Maybe. But I want it to be David Bowie. So, for intents and purposes of this story, David Bowie saw this motherfucking thing. Fine. Yeah. So, it's also inspired several movies. We'll get into that a little bit farther. Uh, the Legend of Boggy Creek was was kind of the thing that drove a lot of the sightings of this at one point or another. Mm-hmm. Like, around 1972, when things got real heavy for this thing, all of a sudden, people saw the movie and started seeing this thing. Oh, yeah. So, really, the newspaper... Uh, in the 1970s was the thing that actually like got this thing noticed Mm -hmm. but the reports have been coming in since then and before then so wait this is the movie that's on amazon prime right i'm not sure which one is on amazon prime there's two there's the legend of boggy Boggy creek and then there's the boggy creek monster which came out in 2016 the legend of boggy creek came out in 1972 Maybe this is a documentary about the boggy creek monster it may very well be i'm not certain on that we'll look into it so anyway, the thing has two names: Boggy Creek Monster, Falk Monster. I'll probably tra- I'll probably swap those out a lot throughout uh-huh. the course of this, just because it's it's how I wrote it on accident. That's fine. So, Falk is in Miller County, Arkansas, and it's it's been said that it's been spotted mostly in the early seventies, like I talked about, and it's been accused of attacking a local family. And the initial sightings of the creature were concentrated in Lake Jonesville and Boggy Creek. So you know where Jonesville is, right? Mm, roughly, yeah. Okay. It, it's like Arkansas on the way to Memphis. Okay, basically. Gotcha. So, yeah. so Boggy Creek is kind of in that neighborhood, I guess. And the initial complaints were that it was killing livestock, which is a pretty normal thing for any and all cryptids. Well, but not really, like, Bigfoots, though. No, I mean, the, the more primate like deer. Yeah, the more primate cryptids never really had that problem anyway. Yeah, but. that's weird. So then... Later, the sightings were made several hundred miles to the north and to the east of Falk. So this thing might actually have a travel radius, mm-hmm. which is, again, you look at Bigfoot, and that's Pacific Northwest, and then sometimes the Ozarks somehow. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. like he, Finding like he took, Bigfoot has been here. Right. It's like he took a bus. He was on vacation or something. <laughs> I don't understand how the fuck yeah. Bigfoot keeps popping up in weird places. He just wanted to go to Branson, you know? Everybody wants to go to Branson. You know, honestly, a six-foot-tall ape-man could fit in in Branson. Yeah. Like, no one would even know Some weirdos. I mean, yeah, okay. I was going to try and back up Branson, but... Best of luck to you. <laughs> Good luck, Ripley's. <laughs> so between 1971 and 1974, there was there were various descriptions of the creature that were made based on sightings of it. Mm-hmm. 
that described it as being a large hominid-like creature covered in long, dark hair, which is estimated to be about a seven feet tall, with a weight of 250 to 300 pounds. Now, I'm 6'1 and almost 300 pounds. I can't imagine how cut this thing must be. It real yeah. tall, skin, tall and skinny. This is a sexy fucking hominid, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. So, witnesses estimated that its chest was about three feet wide. Again, built-ass hominid. Yeah. Shit. So then, reports published during the 1980s claimed that it was far larger, which seems a little suspicious anyway. Yeah. But several reports described it as 10 feet tall and estimated weight of 800 pounds. That's very different. That, this seems That's... like a, a mommy Bobby Creek, Boggy Creek, and a baby Bobby Creek. Boggy Little Creek. That's really hard Creek. to say. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Little baby Bobby. Bobby Creek? Bobby Creek. Boggy Creek. <laughs> See, you did the same thing that I did, though. And then some accounts also describe it as running swiftly with a galloping gait and swinging its arms in a fashion similar to a monkey. So we're back to the, the, the hominid. hominid thing. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, skipping. <laughs> we're we're going to go with... Jolly little thing. Right. The, the jolly hominids. Yeah. But Sarah Abley and the jolly hominids. That's not bad. That's <laughs> really not that bad. Do you want to rename this podcast, like, right now? Uh, we'll see. We already made a banner. We probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. We can make some t-shirts, though. It'll be fine. So then similar to Bigfoot, they've also described it as having a really bad odor. So yeah. like the odor of a skunk and a wet dog combined. Like a skunk ape. Ooh. Yeah, like a skunk ape also. Mm-hmm. And having bright red eyes about the size of silver dollars. That's creepy. It's not great. No. But again, keep in mind how light reflects off of eyes. Yeah. And it, they're probably not bright red. If this thing exists, I'm going to go with they're probably not bright red. That really. makes sense. So then they've also found, as you mentioned earlier, they found tracks and claw marks, which are claimed to belong to this this creature. So this one set of footprints measured 17 inches in length, 7 inches wide. Sounds like a big feet. That is a real big foot. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then in several other reports, which actually harken back to the initial, the big thing that made the Boggy Creek Monster a sensation, mm-hmm. uh, show that it only had three toes. Oh. Which throws it out of the running for an actual hominid. Except for... Is a sloth a hominid? I don't think so, no. Oh. Technically, sloths no. Sloths have three toes. Well, yes. But this and is, they smell. And this is That's fast, true. though. That's the difference. That seems like it would be it's hard a... to... I mean, it's big. You would think it would be hard to, you know... How would you skip on three toes? Right. That's hard. Very carefully. Evidently. So the first reported sightings were in 1953 and then in 1955. Now, these are just reported sightings. There have been several that went back as far as, like, 1908 mm-hmm. that were, like, we can't really confirm any of this, but this is what somebody said. This sounds-ish right. Right. Yeah. So there was a 14-year-old boy who described it as having reddish-brown hair, and it sniffed the air and didn't react when it was fired upon with birdshot. So, investigator Joe Nickel observes that this description is consistent with a misidentified black bear, which yeah. comes up a lot. Everybody's like, it, huh. it's a fucking bear. And people are like, no, it's not, man. I'm just going to say that my feet are roughly eight inches long. Mm-hmm. So, it would be like my foot plus another foot. Hold on. Plus an inch. Plus another inch. Just stretch your toes out. That's well, basically right. That's about how big it would be. That seems right. Yeah. That's a real big foot. I'm just yeah, saying. That's true. And I have square little hobbit feet, so they're probably about that wide. <laughs> so the the very first attempts at, at reporting here were in 1964, but those sightings hadn't been reported in news services. Mm-hmm. So 1971 is when this thing really made its big, stinky debut. Splash. Yes. And that's whenever it... 
in the creek. <laughs> and that was whenever it attacked the home of Bobby and Elizabeth Ford on the night of May 2nd, 1971. What? So, according to Elizabeth Ford, the creature, which she thought was a bear, reached through a screen window while she was sleeping on a couch. Uh, her husband and his brother, Don, I like that they threw Don's name in there, too. Oh, yeah. Because, what was, was it? Was, Bo- Bobby and Don chased this fucker away. Don oh, yeah. living with them? Like, uh, that I, brother-in-law that just won't get the fuck out? <laughs> I, I have to assume probably so. Yeah. I will say, when we went to Yellowstone a couple of years ago, we stayed at a cabin and they said we couldn't open the windows because bears bears yeah and we were right at bear level and my brother-in-law was so stressed out <laughs> at bear level we were right at bear level <laughs> whatever that is it was pretty funny so anyway don and uh, don and bobby uh-huh chase don. chase this guy away the bear the the bear like creature that was reaching through a screen window at elizabeth while she slept probably she a hot? bear I hope so. Okay. I mean, so, realistically, if you're seven feet... Was she high or hot? Hot. Was she hot? Right. right. I'm going to say if you're seven feet tall, covered in hair, and smell like a skunk ape, maybe you shouldn't be picky. Well, That's yeah. true. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Back on topic. So they fired several shots at, at the fuck monster, and they thought they'd hit it, but there were no traces of blood found. So they, they searched the area, and the only thing they found were the three-toed footprints. So those were three-toed. Yes, that's where the okay. three-toed footprints came from. And then there were, like, mm. scratch marks on the house, damage to the window, because, well, mm-hmm. obviously he was reaching through a screen window. Yeah. So that screenshot, they're not getting their deposit back on that place. Definitely no. not. So then in May, I guess it was May 23rd, 1971, three people reported seeing an ape-like creature crossing U.S. Highway 71. You know the one. Yeah, I do. And uh, then more sightings were made over the following months uh, by local residents, tourists, anyone who happened to find these three-toed footprints Mm -hmm. came forward with this. Because, again, it was kind of getting sensationalized at this point. Yeah. Three toes, though. That's so weird to me. It is strange. And it's funny, too, because all the pictures of this thing has, they have, he has like five fingers on his hand. So and I'm then like, three toes. Mm. That's I mean, weird. I know some people that have that affliction, but they're so weird. not swamp creatures. As a right. finding Bigfoot aficionado, yeah. I find that supremely suspicious. All the people I know with five fingers and three toes are also fireworks enthusiasts. So mm. Valid. Yeah. Valid point. And from Arkansas, as and, it turns out. And from out. Arkansas, strangely. Hmm. So whenever this thing really started picking up was after that. I mean, obviously the news story got published and then this thing kind of hit national interest. Yeah. So after the the Ford sighting where he was trying to trying to reach Elizabeth through the window, uh, the Little Rock, Arkansas radio station KAAY posted a $1,090 bounty on the creature. 1090 Yeah. I think it's whatever they had the petty cash drawer at the time. Oh, my that makes I'm sense. not really sure. So there were a number of attempts made to track this thing with dogs, but they weren't able to follow its scent, which apparently is really strong. So that seems a little so suspicious. So why can't? Yeah, unless the dogs were just real scared of it. Mm. Possibly, maybe. Is that a Boggy Creek monster upstairs? I hope so. Honestly, that kind of freaked me out. I need that. Th- <laughs> I need that one thousand and ninety dollars. Yes. So, I'm going to call up K-A-Y and be like, hey, man, this thing's in my house. Would you come get it, please? <laughs> please. I have to deliver it to you? Never mind. He's my new roommate. Yeah. Right. So stay in the dungeon. So then Hunter started to take an interest in this thing. Uh-huh. And at that point, Miller County Sheriff Leslie Greer put a temporary no-guns policy in place to preserve public safety. 
Obviously. There were that many hunters that were interested in this thing that they were just kind of shooting at everything, it sounds like. Jesus tits. And each other. Specifically (laughs) each other. Mostly at each other, I assume. Yes. So at that point, once all this kind of attention died down, everything kind of died until 1973, and then whenever Charles B. Pierce released the horror movie The Legend of Boggy Creek, which was mm-hmm. in 1972, mm-hmm. but I guess late 1972 probably since the everything kind of built back up again in 1973. So he released this movie, and then in March of 1978, which seems like a, a long ways gap. in between, yeah. uh, tracks were reportedly found by two brothers prospecting in Russellville, Arkansas. And there were also sightings in Center Ridge, Arkansas, and then June 26th of 1978, a sighting was reported in Crossbit, Arkansas. And I'm not mm-hmm. sure how far any of those places are from Boggy Creek, but... Are they all connected by a creek? I, I would assume that they're all connected by that same network of, of rivers that they thought this thing was traveling on. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's where that assumption came from. Maybe there got to be too many ma- male Boggy Creek monsters, and so they had to separate the herd. Right, they had, they all had to go to their own corners, basically. Yeah, maybe that could very well be. But, but again, this movie, whenever that first came out, nineteen seventy-two. I'm sorry, we skipped ahead to nineteen seventy-eight, but nineteen seventy-two. That's fine. Kind of made people swarm this place. Anyone yeah. who was into the paranormal or anything cryptid related wanted to see Boggy Creek at this point. Uh huh. So then there weren't really any sightings, though, in between there for the most part. I mean, there are a couple of reported sightings, but nothing big. And then these guys find these tracks in 1978. Mm-hmm. So I would assume maybe the media attention drove these things underground for a little while. That's possible. If, if it were me just assuming things. If people started showing up on my doorstep because there was a movie made about me, I probably wouldn't come out of the house for a while. No. It's probably true. not. So that's the way I'm looking at it anyway. So then we flash forward because there's, again, kind of a, a lapse in sightings for a while to Uh 1991 and that's whenever the creature was seen reportedly jumping from a bridge what because the media attention had gotten so much that he decided it was time to just end it or (laughs) the media attention wasn't enough anymore right he's like a child actor where everything kind of died out and he was just like i don't know what to do without this anymore exactly no i totally understand volume creek monster i get it i get it (laughs) so then between 1997 and 1998 there were 40 reported sightings which seems like a pretty sudden jump in Boggy Creek Monster activity to yeah. me. Also, yeah. Also, he just offed himself on a bridge. So the more recent sightings from 2000 to 2010 were basically brought to light by Lyle Blackburn's 2012 book, The Beast of Boggy Creek, The True Story of the Falk Monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Lyle, Lyle Blackburn is the source of a lot of the information I got here. There's a website dedicated to the Falk Monster, and he also corroborated most of the sightings that were listed there so has he done anything else not that i'm aware of no hmm. he he apparently is just a a skunk ape chaser that's it apparently i guess who puts themselves in that box hold on i'm googling <laughs> lyle blackburn all right let me know what he's done okay my phone's real slow down in your basement and it's almost dead so yeah that's fine. fine so then more recently there was a movie made in 2016 that was called the boggy creek monster and the monster's been featured on shows like monsters and mysteries in america finding bigfoot mysteries of the museum monster quest lost tapes and weird travels so, i've seen most of those shows so, so people have heard of this yeah. thing a couple of times well, i want to he... see the show weird travels wait lyle blackburn is an american musician is this a different guy? So they mentioned that there was a musician earlier. Lyle Blackburn but... is an American musician, actor, author, and cryptozoologist. Sounds like the guy then. Yeah. Mm. Movies, The Mothman of Point Pleasant. I've heard of that, actually. Huh. 
I googled this guy. I didn't see any of that. Maybe I spelled something wrong. It's the weird Lyle. It's L Y L E. Yeah, that's what's here too. But. Huh. Huh. Yeah, I've actually seen. Uh, I haven't watched the Mothman at Point Pleasant, but I've seen it like on Amazon Prime and everything. So I'm kind of curious about that. He's Apparently- got the Beast of Boggy Creek, Beyond Boggy Creek, Lizard Man, the True Story. Also, I did go to his. Uh, to his store on the Boggy oh, Creek website, yeah? and man, they—I mean—he has written books, and they are all for sale at a reasonable price. <laughs> Is it so one hundred sixty-nine dollars? It's like... not. A, it, no, it's not that reasonable. Oh, okay. It's like fourteen ninety-five or whatever. But... Gotcha. So then we get into more pop culture references, which are just my favorite part of this whole thing. They really always end up being that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Billy Cole and the Folk Monsters. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, they released a 45 RPM final record in 1971, and there was a, a song called Falk Monster with Billy Cole and the Falk Monsters. They might have pigeonholed themselves a little bit. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. So, it's... Are there banjos? There are not banjos, but it is... It's like 60s era rock. There's there's a weird, super weird chorus. I love the chorus on this song. And it was it was like a psych rock song. What? Which seems like exactly what you would want to do if you were obsessed with some sort of cryptid. Yeah. Is write a psych song, a psych rock <laughs> song about it. So this was released as recently as 2011 as part of the Lost Souls Volume 3 compilation by Psych of the South. What the f- Again, pigeonholed. Are you ready to hear this thing? I want to hear yes. it so bad. All right, coming at you. <laughs> Yeah, they will. And she thought she'd had a bad dream. Don't flew open, there's a gob of hair, six feet or more. And everybody saw all it wanted to see, so they all headed for the back door. Don't wasn't open, was an awful rush. They amazing, went right on through. And the monster just is standing there scratching his head, cause he didn't know chorus. what to do. Yeah, I'm Ready? super excited. Oh, dude, they could kill this song. Oh, yeah. To see what it's all about. And right there on the ground was a three-toed track. Now there ain't no doubt. Everybody started talking, expressing their doubts and fears. When an old man stepped up out of the crowd and said, Why, he's been here for years. He lives down there in the woods. He don't mean no harm. He's just a big, big, free-toed fellow with long, hairy arms. <laughs> I'm gonna hear this chorus in my dreams. I hate it so much. <laughs> You're welcome, Shelby. I will give you ten dollars and a pitcher of beer. If at the next show I go to of yours, you play that song. I tried to look up the tabs today. I couldn't find them. God damn it, Shelby. We'll see how it goes. Ugh. 
I wish I went back to the time that like I didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be such a Debbie Downer. Don't be such a buggy I'm creek sorry. pants. God, Jennifer, why do you hate psych rock so much? <laughs> I don't know. All right, so just to finish this thing up, uh, I'm going to give you the list of like the five most recent sightings. Okay. Just all because right. they're all they're all similar enough that if there wasn't a website dedicated to it, I might believe this were this were actually true. But oh, geez. So November, I'm sorry, November 2017, a truck driver was traveling south of Falk at approximately noon when he observed what appeared to be a large hair-covered animal in a clear-cut pipeline. The figure was moving upright on two legs in the clear-cut between a fence and a deer stand. So again, this is a daytime sighting. Yeah. Which we've been told this thing doesn't do, but I mean, sometimes you get, I mean, like, I get snacky in the middle of the night sometimes, so I mean, I'm sure this thing does the same thing during the day. You get snacky in the middle of the night? Yeah, yeah, I wake up and I'm just like, I could could eat a sandwich right now. I can't do that. Wait, in the middle of the night? I feel like hot garbage the next day. Also, When's the middle in your mind? Like the middle of your sleep cycle. Cycle. I, I don't know. I'm trying to make a point for this thing. Uh, like a couple hours. So he got in. a little. The little Boggy Creek got peckish. Right. He got right. the little Bobby Creek. He, yeah. he, got, he got the Boggy Creek snackies. Yep. <laughs> and he went out a searching in apparently like a storm drain, basically. Gotcha. Like you do when like you're you do. a little peckish. I wonder what one of like this creature eats. Like, are they eating humans? Are they eating like? I mean, Fish? he what reached is- for that lady, but I don't feel like he was right. trying to eat her. I think he just wanted to grope her. Yeah. He's a really rapey monster, obviously. <laughs> so then in May of 2017, uh, which was also in Falk, uh, a man and his wife were driving south near Boggy Creek at around dusk. The woman looked toward the northbound lane, and she saw a real tall, hairy, human-like figure standing at the tree line. Uh, she became terrified as she looked closer at the huge figure and exclaimed, What is that? Her husband was driving and could not look back fast enough to see the figure. The woman does not think it was a person. Huh. Huh. Seems right. Yeah, it probably was a bear. I, I mean, if I was like, What is that? I, right. You would turn around. I don't mean to alarm you, but every one of these is uh, corroborated by Lyle Blackburn. Of course it is. So was he the uh, husband? Strap in. No, no, no. I mean, like, just each one of them is credited to him on oh, this okay. site. So I don't know, I mean, if the book came out in 2010, he's still at this. I mean, he's still yeah. keeping up with the case, which, if it made me some money, I probably would too. But... I feel like Lyle Blackburn was on um, Finding Bigfoot. Probably so. I mean, it seems like something that he would have been involved in. It makes in. me want to watch that episode, because I feel like I've seen him before, and they might think he's kind of sketchy. <laughs> well... And if Finding Bigfoot thinks imagine. you're kind of sketchy, I'm just saying. Right. Well, if we rewind another year, May of 2016, a newspaper carrier was driving south on Highway 71 at 4 a.m. A uh, tall bipedal f- figure stepped into the road and ran across with long strides. Mm-hmm. In the headlights, the witness could see that his body was covered in hair. After it crossed the road, it disappeared into the woods. The witness pulled over and smelled a foul odor, presumably by the creature. What about, what, what about a ghillie suit? I'm just saying, maybe but, he didn't see a big hairy dude. Maybe it was just a ghillie suit. I mean, there there is enough reason for people to propagate this myth. In yeah. fact, I feel like this is their only source of like visitors. Tourist income. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's every chance that there is some dude in a ghillie suit that's just running around with a skunk strapped to his thigh or whatever, just trying Ooh. to make this work. With to his thigh? I don't know. Gracious. I just say strapped to his ass, but like I think I feel like you'd see that more. Or for whatever, sure. So. Yeah, you would think that the skunk egg had a tail then at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so November of 2014, a local resident was driving along a black road near. Uh, I'm, 
sorry, back road, not a black a road. Black road. A black road. I was thinking like blacktop whenever I saw it, oh, but no, yeah. it's a back road. Gotcha. Uh, near the Sulphur River at 9.30 a.m., a uh, bipedal ape-like animal came out of the woods and stopped on the road. The creature was approximately five feet tall. Noticed some variation there from yeah. the seven it's to eight baby. to ten feet. Yeah. Is it the, a baby? Baby it's Boggy a, Creek. <laughs> it's a daddy Boggy Creek, a mama Boggy Creek, and a little baby Boggy Creek. Unfortunately, the oatmeal is always too hot. Oh, no. Aww. So it had brown hair, dark brown eyes. It gazed at her momentarily before running into the thick woods on the other side of the road. Did it gaze at her longingly? I guarantee it. Mm. <laughs> and so guarantee. Brown eyes. And, and off in the Starkly. distance, you heard the chorus of Falk Monster. Monster. And she was like, oh my God, I'm in love with the Bucky Creek Monster. <laughs> He's got three toes, but I don't care. Falk Monster. <laughs> Just off in the... Sorry, Jennifer. I can't revisit it. <laughs> So again, we're just going with the top five here, like the most recent mm-hmm. five. So in January of 2014, uh, in Doddridge, Arkansas, which apparently is near Falk, people were gathering firewood near Mercer Bayou, which I'm guessing is a noted swampy area. Sure. We'll go Mercer with that. Mercer Bayou. Sounds right. Johnny Mercer. He wrote a song about it. <laughs> yes. Yep. So local resident surprised a four, <laughs> surprised a four-foot-tall bipedal ape-like creature, presumably a juvenile Falk monster. Or a meth addict. As it made a moaning cry huh. in the woods. When the creature ran, Ooh. the witness attempted to follow, but lost sight as it ran into the murky water and dense cypress trees of the bayou. What? There is so much size difference in these yeah. things. Like There's, there's a, a whole size family. difference in humans, Shelby. Yeah, but there's not a colony of if these people, things, I feel like. If people looked at you and looked at me, would they think we were a different species? Guaranteed. Huh. If they looked at you and me and Jennifer, would they think we were all different species? They would assume I was the thought monster. <laughs> <laughs> so just to wrap this whole thing up, because obviously the those those are just the most recent. There's been a lot of these eyewitness accounts. And uh-huh. you can actually find this at I believe it's boggycreekmonster.com. Also lyleblackburn.com. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Cryptozoologist.com. It's falcmonster.net. I wasn't even close. Son of a bitch. Falcmonster.falc, whatever. Uh. (laughs) So, anyway, go out there because you can see the rest of these things because there are a lot. Yeah. Again, the earliest one that's actually on there is from 1908, but that's whenever somebody said, whenever I was 10 years old, I remember seeing this. What the fuck? But it's the report wasn't made until 1908. So. That's crazy. What do you believe? Lyle Blackthorn didn't didn't take that particular statement, by the oh, way. Oh, that one he doesn't. Right. Yeah, he's he's not a three hundred year old right. werewolf or anything, so God he didn't have it. the opportunity. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So at this point, most people consider this to be a hoax, just because there's so many inconsistencies. Yeah. And if nothing else, it would be the only indigenous primate, bipedal, ape-like, whatever, to have fucking three toes yeah i mean guys let's do this let's just say this if you're gonna make up a story at least keep it consistent enough that like genetically it's not a completely different fucking cryptid you know what i mean right i mean you you get into what is typically thought to be like sasquatch yeah but he is sasquatch is is our brother Sasquatch yeah. is very similar to us in the sense that he has the five fingers and the five toes. This guy's like a fucking sloth. Right. This is basically a sloth. Bigfoot and a sloth banged 
it would be the Boggy yeah. Creek monster. I feel like you still have to have another couple of generations, though, because you just get down a toe each generation, right? Uh, that's kind of true. But it's been around since 1908. I mean, who knows? There should be several generations of this. There's juveniles, apparently. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a whole family there's, unit. I, I feel like there's just a lot of hairy kids in the woods. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I mean, there's Arkansas. So. At the end of the day. <laughs> it's our brother. Yeah. At the end of the day, this thing is is as real as as the people of Falcon want to make it be. Yeah, because obviously, if you look up any images of of Falcon, Arkansas, there's a lot of murals of very Sasquatchy looking things. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to go. Well, I've never been, and I can honestly say this is the only reason I would. Yeah, same. And yeah. that seems like a good enough reason to me to keep the story alive. I like it. Shelby, that's kind of uplifting. Well, I do. I, like I do what I can. End on a positive note there, bud. <laughs> Falk is full of liars. Go visit them. Yes, that <laughs> sounds more like the Shelby we know and there love. There we go. Yes. Perfect. All right, guys, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the Boggy Creek slash Falk monster, Falk. hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or email us at queencitycreeps at gmail.com. Thanks so much and have a good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>